Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're gonna wanna write this down. Hey, welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing Steph Robbins. She is the Galactica Intuitive. Steph Robbins 3 on Instagram. She was also a guest of mine on episode 3 that was called Quantum Leap into Your Spiritual Power. And so this episode is going to be really cool because I'm sharing my experience of working with her and how her skills, her gifts, her spiritual powers helped me step into my spiritual power and how that's just changed my life like incredibly. Also, if you are someone who you've never maybe been exposed to the idea of working with an intuitive, I hope that this episode will just give you that little bit of a push if you're someone who's been feeling that nudge and you want to know what it's like to work with her. Like I'm sharing my experience. I'm getting a monthly guidance from her. Working with an intuitive gives you affirmation and confirmation of what it is that you're needing. And that's incredible. Like it's invaluable. And I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today without the love and the support and the amazing guidance of this Galactica Intuitive, Steph Robbins. So check her out on Instagram, Steph Robbins 3. It's S-T-E-P-H-R-O-B-I-N-S and the number three. And she's amazing. Enjoy this episode. If you love it, and I know you will, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story and tag me and Steph, jessicadumas.ca. And also rate the podcast and share it with your friends and your cousins and your sisters and all those cool people. Okay, bye. I love you. Enjoy. So how are things going, Steph? They're going well. Yeah? Yes. Yes. There's some things crazy just because that's like... <laughs> there's like life crazy and then there's like Steph life crazy. <laughs> So you look really good. Did you have a good summer? I did. Yeah, it was pretty slow, but it was nice. Yeah, I saw yeah. you on a motorcycle ride somewhere. We did. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Good. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm. Um, things are going really good. I've had a really good summer, and yeah, just things in general. Business is good and consistent and busy. What else? Like, I've just been living in appreciation in a new way. And it's that alone has just been incredible. Yes. You know, and I feel like I'm living more and more of my spiritual side of who I want to be. Like, it's, I can't even, I know that you get it, but like, <laughs> it's great. You know what? Like, we'll just jump in because this is already getting juicy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes. I don't have any notes, but I know that we're not going to need it anyway. So I kind of took a few weeks off over the summer and I actually, I needed that time. It was kind of a, an emotional time. I was dating someone and we broke up. And so I was, I just didn't have, I didn't want to be present for some things. And I love that I didn't have to be. So I took a few weeks off and then my, I don't know what to call her, the woman who owns the podcasting business that does my editing. 
Mm-hmm. Natalie sent me a message and she's always like, she's like, Jessica, you have the best numbers. Like you're doing amazing. Keep showing up, you know, all of this stuff. And she was telling me that my podcast is in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. And I was just like, I, I was like, what does that mean? Like, I was so confused. So it took a, it took a while for it to sink in. And I was just like, I, I feel like at the beginning of summer, I kind of had this dip where everything was just shit. And then I came back and everything has just been fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm geared up and ready to do the podcast again. And I'm calling Steph. <laughs> yes. Because, and sorry, I haven't even let you say hello yet, but we're just catching up too. But the other thing is this monthly guidance that I've been getting from you. And I don't know if I talked about this, if we talked about that at all on the other podcast, it wouldn't have happened then. Wouldn't happen then. So it was New Year's Day (laughs) and I was fucking broke. And Steph goes on Instagram and she's like, I have this deal. I'm not telling anyone what it is. It's $111. Send me the money and you're in. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. All I was like, I looked at my bank account. I think I had $120. I didn't know where my money was coming from. I didn't know how I was paying my rent. I was like, I don't care. I need this. And I sent you the $111. (laughs) And then it was a whole year of guidance. And I was like, oh my God, like what if I didn't do it? Like I have this, like that has been incredible. <laughs> so I'm so excited to, to be chatting with you today. Oh, I, I, I love connecting with you. And even like when I get to connect with you, like the monthly basis, it's like so nice to just tap in to your energy, even if it's just a little bit. So, I mean, I just, I love how well you're doing. And I, and I remember like in the very beginning of our days, when we started working together, you were like, I think I want to do a podcast. And I was like, you need no, to. Oh, yes. And you were like, oh, <laughs> I know what that looks like. And I remember your guides were just so loud. They're like, just tell her she needs to do this. It's <laughs> going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to do really well. So to hear you in the top 10%, I was just like, of course she is. Of course oh, she is. Oh, it's incredible. So, I love this. so how has that offer been going for you so january it's it's what is it september 28th that we're no what's the date it's monday september 26th that we're recording so you've been doing that for nine months so yeah tell me about like january 1st like what came over you well i'll tell you (laughs) when i put that offer out there i didn't actually even know what it meant but i just had this overpowering like i couldn't escape the energy the messages from my own god they're like you just need to put out this offer and i panicked i was like what does that mean? What does that look like? And they just said, just go with it. And I mean, okay, I trust you. Yeah. And um, it, it's been incredible. Like I pour my heart into these monthly guidance and it's just, I just love it so much to connect with these, you know, other beings and just help them along, help them grow their own thing. And it's allowed me to connect deeper with like clients, but not just that, but with your guides too. And then to connect you together with them. And it's just been a wild ride, like wild. Wow. It's so exciting. I love it. And I love how, like for each of us, we need to get to a place where we hear that voice and we just do it. We don't have the answer because how many people are saying it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what it means. So they do nothing. They do nothing. Yeah. They get stuck in that analysis paralysis. And whenever something doesn't make sense logically, but it's like the feeling of like, I got to do this is just a sure sign. Like, just do it. It'll make sense later. 
Right. Yeah. But no, it's that I leap of faith. I think that's huge because that's what people don't do. And there's so many times in my past and that like when I think about waiting until you have more information, like that's not even a thing anymore. Nope. That's that's like different level of person. Yeah. Yeah. There's no waiting. It's like you feel, you trust, you do. Yes. And that's what, like, I think when people look at other people and they're like, wow, look at them doing all this stuff. How are they doing this? Blah, blah, blah. That's part of it. It's not mm-hmm. wait for the answer. It's just taking action, doing it scared, not knowing yeah. for me, not knowing if I'm going to pay my rent on that inspiration, just saying, yeah, this feels right. It feels right. And then you just, you leap in both feet. Yeah. And then that's when the magic happens. You like set off like a ripple effect of like, okay, I'm open to this, like receiving more. Like you just, it's like you fall into the pool of abundance when you do that. Yeah. Right. Because how many times would we stop our, like there's, if I would have planned out the monthly guidance, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have done it because I would have been stuck in like, oh, well, how do I, oh, how do I do the things? Yeah. How am I going to hold space for this many people? I, there's no way I would have done it. The how, the how, the how, the how didn't matter. But when I trusted like, okay, I'm putting it out there. The how it just naturally showed up. It just naturally came together effortlessly. And it's it's wild. And it's been helping so many people. So, and I probably shared this before during one of our conversations is the first time that I went to go and see a psychic. That's what her title was. Um, I was talking with a friend. I was just trying to figure out like what the fuck to do with my life. And I felt like I felt like I needed someone to tell me. And so I think I just wanted to kind of touch base on that again for people who have never talked to a psychic, a medium, an intuitive, but they're curious, right? Because for sure, I was a little scared. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I didn't go for a long time because you based on movies, right? Based on Hollywood, it's all going to be bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Bad news, but it's not. No, no. the, The thing is, is if you really don't, like, I feel like people get stuck when they, oh, I'm going to go see a psychic or an intuitive. They're going to see the worst parts of me. And and I've heard that. I've, I've heard people say they didn't want to, they didn't want to converse with me in like in a social setting because they were afraid that I would see who they truly were. And I was like, that's not how this works. <laughs> like, yeah. for, like for myself, I want to build a connection with you. And most of this is when, when you get called to see an intuitive, a medium or a psychic, it's because they're the party that wants validation for what you already know, right? Yes. Yeah. Like you, you feel it or you just want, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a session with somebody where they were just like, no, this doesn't resonate at all. And to be honest, if there's really some of the fear that people have had, like, well, uh, I don't, I don't want you to know something. I'm not going to know it. There's, there's still free will there. When I connect with you, it's because there's a part of you that wants me to get this, wants me to bring it out, whether you're not quite ready to articulate it or like fully acknowledge it, but there's still like your higher self is like, no, this is the person that's going to bring this out of you. But if there's something so deep and scary in you, I'm not going to see that because you truly, it's not an alignment for me to see. Makes sense. Right? So if anything, I'd like to break down that fear for people. Like there's nothing to be scared of. Obviously, there's a few charlatans out there that you know isn't great. But if if you trust yourself enough, you're gonna find the right person that you need, mm-hmm. right? And I that that's how I always trust when I find my people is they usually find me. 
And I just always put it up like, well, that's a universe thing. We were meant to, we were meant to connect. I was that person that needed to bring you the validation, help clear some blocks out of you. Like there's a trust thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So people are drawn to you. And yeah, I totally agree. Like even when it comes to coaching, right? The people that are listening, the people that are seeking, it's like attracts like, right? 100%. It's going to make face for an opportunity for that collision. Yes. And that's how magic happens. It does. The collision of this doesn't make sense. I don't know why I'm drawn to you. I don't know why I keep seeing yourself. That's right. That's the sign. You're supposed to collide. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. My head is all over with a (laughs) hundred things. that I want to go to. I I get Like, you know, each and every one of us has unique magic, right? And my goal is to provide that space and guidance for you to realize just how fucking powerful you really are, right? And to really help you develop these tools necessary for you to live your best life. Like, that is my purpose. When I can help someone discover their own spiritual gifts and, and learn to trust their intuition, that is what lights me up. And then that's what also brings, like, helps me heighten my own abilities as well. Cause I'm doing what truly lights me up. It's, it's my passion. It's my purpose. And so connecting with you and, and seeing you flourish in your podcast, in your career. I mean, my heart is just overflowing. It's like she's doing the things she was scared. You had no idea. Like, I just think I want to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, do it. And then I remember you saying, all of a sudden you you, you text me on Vox. You're like, well, I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Right? And you were so, you were so excited, but also scared. But you just did the thing anyways. Because there's a difference between that fearful of, oh God, this is bad for me. And that excitement energy of like I need this but I have no idea what I'm doing but I'm doing it anyways yeah and you did it I know and it's been incredible and I'm I truly love it so I like that you said like you're affirming things that we're looking for confirmation in and I I know that I've talked about that before too and I feel like that has been incredible because working with you has allowed me to like be open and be seen Because it's like, I have these desires in my heart. I don't always know how to say them or I'm scared to admit it. I'm scared to admit. (laughs) Steph is, well, she's doing your jingles. Or there are times where like, for example, for me, I was scared to admit that I wanted love. And in the way that, in, in the way that I, like, I'm a very romantic person. I love romance. I love love. And I had to do a lot of my own healing work in the midst of Mm -hmm. our work together because it's Mm -hmm. levels and realms that all of this stuff is happening, right? And I had to go away and do that. But because of allowing myself to be seen and connected with your energy and affirming just different dreams and desires that I had for my life, all of that like complements each other. And I couldn't be where I am without that, you know? And I, I just finished with a fitness coach and I told him I couldn't be where I am without you. Like there's all of these pieces and I, and I'm growing in all of these directions, right? Like, Oh, yes. Yeah. It's you're building a team. And I think 
a big misconception that people that keeps people stuck is they think they got to do it all themselves. Yes, yes. Right? And it's like, no, you have you have such a support team, not only in the physical realm, but the spiritual realm. And to give you a taste of that, like, look for these signs. This is your guides. They're showing you you're on the right path. And they're going to bring this person to your life and this person to help you keep expanding because this isn't a solo journey. Like, we're all one. And the people that you come in contact with, we're here for a reason. Right. Right. And for you to allow yourself to be so open and honest and vulnerable and raw to, like, express these things i mean that's just expanding it's expanding everything it just opens everything up it helps you receive so much um and you're living a heart a heart-led life not head yes right because the head will keep us stuck oh yeah a hundred percent right so getting out of your head into your body that's something that i've been still trying to understand and trying to focus on Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it comes to relationships, right? Get the fuck out of your fucking head. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Or> right off. <laughs> yes. And put in your yes. body. Like that, that to me, that's been really huge. And I feel like I've already acknowledged these are all lifelong lessons. Like I'm never going to stop learning. I'm, I'm never going to stop growing. No, you're going to continue to evolve. And as you evolve, your intuitive abilities and how you can read your energy and the signs in your body, it's going to expand well right? It, it'll happen. Like you might feel it on a physical realm. You might hear something more clear, like, Oh no, don't do this. Right. Yeah. But as you grow and evolve and heal and keep opening yourself up to these experiences, that's, what's going to happen, right? Getting out of your head into your body is going to become more natural for you. Yeah. It's going to be automatic, but it, you got to keep doing the work, right? which you, which you do. Right. And you know, the second that you are not doing the work is when you get all fucked up. Yes. And, and if I, and I haven't been there a lot over the summer, except for the, the time that I mentioned, yeah. um, but I know what to do now. And also I know it's not just me. I know, like, I love that you just a couple minutes ago, you said a team. Cause I've been thinking about that recently, like a team in the physical world, the coaches, the intuitives, all of that sort of stuff, but also spiritually, like I know yes. I'm not alone. And that was one thing that, you know what, for years. In years, I felt alone. And I know I cried to you about that. And mm-hmm. I cried to my coaches about that. And one of the things that you kept reminding me was, you're not alone. You're not, you're never alone. And it helped me acknowledge that and receive that. And now I'm fucking like always just appreciative to my guides. And I talk to them. I never yes. used to. I never used you to. You did it. You struggled. You're like, no. And then they did the dime thing. Remember, box struggles. I'm like, Another fucking dime. Really? Really? Yeah. And and now it's all the time. Like if I kept texting you every time I got a dime, you'd be like, lose my number. <laughs> because it's a thing now. And now I'm teaching that to my niece because we were out the other day and we found a dime. And so now she's 10. And so now I'm teaching her that. And yes. Yeah. Like, and those are also the little things that I start to recognize and acknowledge that like breaking generational patterns. Yes. And that's been really incredible because I'm starting to see them in new ways. Like there's so much time during the healing work where everything just feels like shit. <laughs> everything feels like, what was I thinking? What am I doing? Why am I? Yeah. Is this worth it? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Is this worth yeah. it? It's scary. It's super scary. And those dark nights of the soul, the death and the rebirth, it's hard. Some of those times are really hard. But when you can stay in that 
little bit of light, that that's what's going to pull you through it. Because you know, after I move through this heavy shit, I'm going to be so much lighter and I won't have to go through this again. Will there be new things? <laughs> Absolutely. But <laughs> you'll be so much stronger sitting in that. It's not going to maybe take as long. It won't be as aggravating. And when our guides give us those little signs, it's just those little drops of gratitude. Like, I can do this. Those little reminders. Like, I'm not alone. I can keep going, right? Because our spiritual team is massive. It, it's mind-blowing. And when you can really let yourself go there, I mean, you're unstoppable. So let me ask you, do you watch the news? Rarely. It's too heavy, but sometimes. Do you watch, do you watch like a lot of TV? Like what is your, what do you do when it comes to like allowing things in and your boundaries with keeping things out? What's your thing? Uh, like my coping mechanisms? Well, here, let me, I'll tell you a little bit about like what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> How the hell am I trying to ask this? So I don't watch the news. I'm very picky with the movies that I watch, mm -hmm. music that I listen to. Like mm -hmm. I'm really particular. So for example, I just went to get my lashes done and you know, I'm there for an hour and a half. We chat about everything. And uh, my lash lady was telling me about this show that, sh that she's watching on Netflix and Apparently everyone's watching it because I saw the name on Facebook and, and I'm just like, I probably won't watch it. So like, you tell me whatever you want about it. You're not going to spoil anything because I'm so particular with what I want to allow in my head. So what is, like, what's that like for you? And and when did that start? Let's talk about that. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Well, one, I'm very similar to you. I, I, I don't watch the news unless I, unless there is something like right in my face that I'm meant to see, then I will see it. And I, and I, and I usually trust that. When did that start? That started a really long, probably at the very beginning of my like divine intervention of when I became very sensitive to what I was seeing. So like, I used to love horror movies. Like when I was younger, I don't know, like I loved them, scary movies. Like I was like, yeah, now I'm like, Ooh, nope. Mm -mm. And it's not that it scares me. It's just that it's heavy. Yeah. And I feel it in my body and it doesn't feel good. So I, I'm very hypersensitive to things and shows and like you said, music. So mostly for me, I, I think I might know the show that you're talking about, something like The Devil in Ohio or something like that. I don't know. But my, that, that's been a thing that people are like, oh, have you watched? I was like, nope. Yeah. No. And I have no desire or anything that talks about like paranormal or other like medium stuff. I won't watch it. I, I won't watch it. I have my own experiences with those and I don't need one Hollywood's takes or even like another, because people will ask me like, oh, do you watch Tyler Henry and the celebrities? I was like, nope, nope. Because for one, I don't want to see his process and then start questioning my own. Yeah. Like, right? And I'll start, I could fall really easy into like imposter syndrome, yeah. which isn't good for anybody. But yeah, I'm super sensitive to... Yeah, things. Music I used to like. Like, I was really into, like, probably some, like, inappropriate, like, rap music and, like, really heavy metal music. And now I just, I, it doesn't feel good. So, mostly shows that I watch are, like, on repeat, and it's usually The Office. <laughs> I watch over and over and over. It's me safe too. and it makes me laugh. I do the same thing. Not with The Office. The Office I'll watch every once in a while, but my go-to is um, Schitt's Creek. I fucking love that show. And Schitt's Creek, Friends, 
like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that over and over. Just as I'm finished the last season, I'll start over. I do the same thing. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. hilarious. I love oh, yeah. that. Because it's. You want to know what's coming. And it's funny you know and it's right. And it's like. Yes. Because let's face it, life is hard. <laughs> A lot of bullshit around here. A lot of bullshit happening, been happening the last couple of years. I, that is my escape. I mean, yes, I could do more like, and I, and I do, I'll do like my spiritual stuff. I'll do my meditation, my nature walks. But when I just want to be like human stuff, it's the office. I, I put that on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. The same thing for me. Like, I like how you said, or I relate to what you said about washing things is heavy and you pick it up and you know, that's, I, I think another thing that happened for me when I started to like gain more insight in the spiritual realm is I started spending so much time alone. And at first I was sad about it and now I cherish it. And of course there's still, you know, like I want, I want a, a partner that's fully immersed in my life and I know it'll come and I'm finally yes. in a place where I know and believe that's going to happen. I didn't believe it for the longest time. And I, I, I thought it, <laughs> but yeah, like very particular about my time who I'm giving it to, even if that means family members and the human part of me doesn't always feel good about it, but the yeah. spiritual part of me is just like, this is how we're safe. And 100% worth that. Yeah. We, we have to protect our energy at all costs and, and learn boundaries because when we're going through this spiritual growth, our vibration is constantly, you know, rising sometimes. And we, we want to keep it rising, but when we have to go around certain people, and unfortunately, sometimes a lot of it's family, where we have to like lower our vibration and it doesn't feel good. Like the human side is like, I shouldn't feel bad about not wanting to spend time with them, but it, it just is what we feel is what we feel. Um, and, and it's nothing against that person, but we have to protect ourselves. And I love my alone time. I mean, that is my favorite thing. If I've been to like a really fun event and I can be really social, like I can be, but like little bursts, but then like, don't talk to me for like a week. Cause I gotta like decompress and go through all the things like <laughs> who I interact with because I will take on their energy. I'm like a sponge. Yeah. The good thing about that is when I work with a client in like a coaching sense is that I am immersed in you, like a deep connection. And I love that. Right. And I think that's what makes like our work so powerful is because I'm, I want a deep connection. I want a deep relationship with you and I can get so much more out of the sessions. But again, I got to stagger that out. I mean, I'm tired. You get real tired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we need that time to replenish. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's, that's interesting. An extrovert having this conversation with an introvert. I'm just I'm assuming how you would identify. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I love, I love seeing the like different reels and stuff about introverts, but and I get that too. You know what I mean? Like there are parts of me that like I've rented a cabin and I won't tell anyone I'm going and I, and I go, <laughs> I, there are, Definitely weekends where I invite the girls. I'm like, we're going to party this weekend. But there yep. are the times where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want anyone to know I'm here. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's good. I mean, that's a beautiful balance. And at least you can honor yourself to trust the differences. Yeah. Right. And not judge yourself like, why do I want to be alone? Maybe because you need to be. 
Yeah. Right. You know, right. Your heart will tell you, we just need some one-on-one time. And when you honor that, that really does replenish and clear like the, the heart space, the soul, it's what you need. Then you're available for new downloads. Yes. And you know, I think it was important for me to share that in this conversation because I want other women to know that they can do that. Oh, like, it's, it's like, necessary. And, and it's, it's scary because it's like, oh, I can't spend that much money on my own. I can't step away from everyone that has all these expectations of me for one or two days. And it's like, yes, bitch, you can. <laughs> you, you need to, you <laughs> need to, it'll, it'll be so good for you. Cause I think a lot of time women, especially them with like moms and like careers and stuff like that, we feel like we have to keep going constantly do all the things. And the best gift you can give to yourself is just time for you alone. And yeah, sometimes that can be really uncomfortable at first because you'll go through like, Oh, I feel so guilty. I should be doing this. I should be with the kids. I should be working. And if you can just sit in that uncomfortableness and push through it, you've just added years to your life and peace. Yeah. I definitely struggled with that. And, you know, I think people that know me today wouldn't imagine that. But yeah, yeah, I felt, I felt so guilty being a single mom with three sons trying, trying to go after a dream. I felt like a fucking fool. Like what I'm being. How selfish are you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I try to encourage other women to take time for yourself. Have to, because you can't give what you don't have. Absolutely. But, but so many, they're constantly pouring from an empty cup into the point they're like breaking off pieces of the cup. Like, where are you going to be when that's gone? Mm-hmm. Right? It's best to keep your cup filled. Then you'd be surprised at how much more you actually have to give when you give some to yourself. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a ripple effect. When you do good things for yourself, you're able to do good things for others. Yeah. You can't just give, give, give. You're never... How do you replenish? Yeah. I love, you know, some people get stuck in that. Well, if I give, I'll receive, but that's not, it doesn't happen that way. Oh, that's a lie. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. Like I blame Christianity. Like I will, I can't remember. I was driving with someone one day just through the city here. And I saw the sign that said, God first, children second, something like that. And as soon as mm-hmm, I read the first line, God first, I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> I, I have a problem with that. And I don't remember who I was with, but I totally went off on a rant because <laughs> she's like, I get it. <laughs> and you know what? And then that's the environment that we're brought up in. And we're just like, no, I have to serve God first. I have to serve my husband first. I have to serve my child. I have to put myself last. How the fuck's that going? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm martyr. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That That's where it keeps us. And I mean, fine, have your spirituality first, but that's got to be related to you. You're yeah. like you, you got to give that too. If that, I, oh, oh, all of that. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. that it's been a real, that's the mind fuckery. Sometimes that's the lie that we've been told. Like, Oh, put yourself last. Make sure the kids and the husband are taken care of first. What? Yeah. That's never felt okay. And what's that, what has that done to women in the past? Right. And that's, that's what this conversation is about is 
like giving women space, empowerment, permission, all of that stuff. Yes. Yes. It, it's so important to give to ourselves first. I mean, I was a flight attendant for years and that, that whole message of like, put your mask on first. Yes. If you don't put your mask on first, you literally will die and can't help out anybody else. Yeah. If yeah. there's a reason they say put your own ma oxygen mask on first, then help others. Right. You can't give what you don't have. That's right. Take it from a flight attendant. <laughs> she survived. They know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, I have a talk coming up and it's, I'll be talking about imposter syndrome, but I feel like a lot of the conversation is also about putting yourself first and, and worthiness and validating your needs and that sort of stuff. And that's, that's something that keeps popping in my head is every time I go on an airplane, I know as a mom, right? What you want to do is you want to race to your kid and you want to put that mask on them. Yeah. yeah. And that's a natural thing. I for want sure. to keep up my oxygen for my sons, right? 100%. But if I want to continue to help them after that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be around to see them after the oxygen, you need to put yours on first. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's getting past the guilt and the stigma of, Oh, that's selfish. She's so selfish. What? Well, good, good. Yeah. Yes. Why is it? When did it become so wrong to not do what we need first? Yeah. For especially like what I've been saying to my clients lately is we can't listen to people who are not in the arena. They're not even exactly. playing. They're sitting yep. on the fucking bench. They're not even wearing their shoes. <laughs> no, yeah, they have nothing on. They're talking about what to do. It's like, hmm, nope. I don't mm -hmm. even play any sports, but I find that's like the perfect reference. <laughs> it's true. If you can invest in yourself and your self-growth, your self-worth, your spirituality, whatever that looks like, that's going to do so much for yourself exponentially. Like there's no price tag on that. What it's going to do for you. If I didn't take the steps and the investments I made in myself to get better, I'd probably still be in the men mental institution or dead. I would have killed myself. But instead, I took many leaps of faith. Money showed up. Didn't know how I got it, but I felt something, trusted it. And now I can be so much a better partner, mother, mentor, coach, because I put me first. Mm -hmm. And more women need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I have another question that I want to, I feel like it, I don't know how big of a question is, but I feel like our conversation is just so high energy right now. It feels so good. So good. I totally needed this after my morning of driving my kids around. Oh my God. Okay. So I was a guest on a podcast called Driving While Indigenous. It's by Jill Featherstone. I actually went live today, but she asked me a question and it was about potential. And so in my response to her, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this. So in my response to her, when, when she was asking me about potential, I started thinking about how our lives that we create emotionally and spiritually along with the healing, like potential is fucking unlimited. Mm -hmm. And then look at our lives and in a lot of areas, there's alignment and in other areas, we still, our life has to catch up with our spirit and our emotions. Which is interesting because I think most people who are not in our realm might not see it that way. 
Mm-hmm. People look at spirituality as a, like, that's one of those things that I'll do one day. Yeah. Not recognizing that if you put the time and energy into it now, like that's, that's where the work happens. That's where the magic happens is in that realm. Yep. So I'm not exactly sure what my question is. I guess I just like when it comes to potential and what do you think of that comment of how our life needs to catch up to our spirit and our emotions? Well, I I think you're right. Our, the spirituality has to come first because we have to learn to trust. And once you learn that process of it's not just me here, right? That's when you start to open up. You know, I, I bring this back to, I mean, even something as simple as like the 12 steps, you have to believe in a power greater than you because you can't do this by yourself. You will stay stuck. You will struggle. So I think if you can get your own, um, like spirituality started, the rest, it'll just kind of flow in formation. And again, it doesn't have to make sense, <laughs> but eventually it just does. It just comes together. Mm-hmm. Did I answer that? Yeah. Where no, are they going? That's, that's really helpful. And I think like I, I wanted to have this conversation with you because I, I love the way that we've been able to connect. I love that like you are something or something. You're someone that has come from my, me desiring something, right? I was seeking something and then whoop, there's Steph. She appeared, right? Like attracts. Hi. <laughs> Hi, this is me. And I just, I want, I wanted to invite you back on to have these conversations so that others can hear for, you know, maybe they've heard your podcast before. Maybe they're, they are or not yet following you on Instagram at Steph Robbins three on Instagram. But this has been an incredible part of my growth. And I want other people to, to not be afraid. And if they've been thinking about seeing an intuitive and they're not sure what to expect, like, I just want people to know that like, Steph is incredible. And I like, honestly love you. (laughs) And I know like, we don't talk all the time, but we're always watching each other on social media. And sometimes you show up and you cry, like you're so fucking authentic. And sometimes you're just being silly and opening packages of like random things or or whatever, right? Like real. And you're a human being, you're a normal person just like us. Yeah, like normal. (laughs) (laughs) But like your gift is incredible. And I am so thankful for your gift. And I just want people to, to know about what you offer. Oh, bless your heart. I adore you. And I can't thank you enough for this opportunity and for you allowing me in your space to help me be a part of your journey. Cause I mean, as organized as I am in my sessions, it's, it's not me. It's, it's always unexpected. I never have a, like a plan, but it's, it's your trust and faith that whatever's supposed to ha- come out will come out. And that's what makes what I do so magical is because sometimes it blows my own mind. Like, holy crap. And I just want to be like your biggest cheerleader because when I'm in your energy, what I can see is just, you wouldn't believe it. You would cast doubt automatically. So I love holding that energy to see, holy fuck, this woman is fucking going places. And the second she grabs onto that, she's unstoppable. And you did that. You're on your way. And I just, I'm just so proud of you for trusting yourself, trusting me, trusting your guides, all the things. I mean, you're pure magic. Thank you so much. 
So a couple more days till I get my October guidance. <laughs> and I'm totally, I've been thinking about it for a while. I'm going to book another one of our one-on-one sessions. And I think I'm going to mm-hmm. do that. And I'll grab your link. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have it in my email. And yeah, so Steph Robbins 3 on Instagram. She's fucking cool, man. <laughs> fucking cool. So thanks so much for taking the time to be on my podcast again today. Thank you, Jessica. I love you. I love you. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jessicadumas.ca.